Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about you don't have to pay for it. So today we're going to be looking at this concept of management and stewardship. So this month in September of 2022, we've been focused on financial stewardship, managing and multiplying everything that God has entrusted to us. And something I've learned in my walk with God, the things that he has on his plan for our lives. The things that he has waiting for us for his, his plan for our lives. The things that we're stewarding for him. Often we think, we get into our mind, and I was this way for a little while, where we have to pay for it. But whatever God has planned for your life, he's going to provide it, and then he's going to provide for it. One of his names is God is the provider. He's the provider. He's going to provide for it. So as an example, in my work lately, I've been doing some property management managing properties for other people. Other people paid for these properties. And then they pay for the upkeep. I, I do the management of the property and try to maximize and multiply the return on their investment for them. But I don't pay for the property. When something goes wrong, when something breaks, when they want to do an upgrade to the property, when they want to make it nicer, I don't pay for it. I often manage those things. I might manage the work being done. I might manage the renovations. I might manage all those things. But I don't pay for them. I simply do the management. I steward it. And so I've seen this personally in my own life. For example, God has provided a house for us personally. We weren't looking for one. He provided for us. He moved us one, moved us into one supernaturally, better than we could have asked for. And he's provided for it. He's, pro he's provided for it all along the way. It's amazing to watch him do this. Whatever he's called you to do, you don't have to pay for it. You have to steward it. You have to manage it. And as upgrades or maintenance or whatever is needed along the way, he's going to pay for that too. You just have to manage the process. you got to trust that he's backing it. That he's the investor behind it, so to speak. So let's talk about our filters for today. So... These filters, these are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night to help me stay in rhythm with God, keep things top of mind, to filter my decision-making every day. I like to start with the big-picture vision at the top. In our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, our vision is abundant life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, started about 10 years ago for me. My life was just struggling in my own life. I was running my personal training business. And I got into some tough times in the business. I began to seek for a better way. And I came across the challenge to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. And one day, Proverbs 13, 22, just changed the course of my whole life. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. My relationship with him just began to grow exponentially. And thankfully, he taught me this whole new way to live, this completely different way to operate my life. Where we make him the center, we make him the source, we learn how to rest and how to trust in him. And over the course of time, I just began to document what he was taking me through. It wasn't always easy all the time. Because that man had to unlearn a lot of things, learn how to walk out this new way of living, put it into practice consistently. Because there's times when you want to go back to your old ways. 
I just began to document the things that I was learning. It turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And our goal is to build Abundant Life Training Centers that are implementing these blueprints all over the world. The body of Christ working together, making it healthy, making it beautiful. Communities working together in unity, thriving. And then this year, we're focused on 2022, the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, it says God searched out the best and the most beautiful land for all the people in the whole world. It's a reminder for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. It's all in there. And teaching us, he's been teaching us this year how to possess it, how to hold fast to it, how to keep it and not lose it. And then this month in September of 2022, we've been focused, like we said, on financial stewardship, managing and multiplying everything he's entrusted to us. And then this week specifically, we are in what's called the 40 days of Teshuvah. On God's yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycles. We go around the year like the circle of a year. Think of it like a 360 degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different seasons, different times of the year. Just give us different reminders to help us remember different aspects of what he's done for us. And right now we're in the 40 days of Teshuvah. The 40 days of Teshuvah. Teshuvah means to turn or to repent. And in Acts chapter 3, it says that if we would turn or repent, that times of refreshing would come from his presence. He would wipe away our sins and times of refreshing would come from his presence. This time of year, I forgot to update my weekly filter on here. This time of year is also a reminder to be bold and be decisive, to turn or repent. It takes a new decision. It takes a bold, courageous decision to do something differently. Maybe we've been stuck in a pattern for a long time. It takes a decision to change our ways. And today's reminders, as we steward, stewardship doesn't mean we pay for it. It means we manage it and we multiply You think about the parable of the talents in the Bible. The master gave the, the stewards the talents. They didn't have to provide their own money. They took that money and multiplied it. But he gave them what they needed to get started. And so, Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today. Help us to understand this concept of stewardship, or in the case of, let's say, a trust, a trustee, doesn't necessarily own all the assets in the trust, but they manage them. Help us to understand this concept of stewardship and being a trustee, and how we don't have to pay for it. You've already paid for it all in Christ. Jesus paid such a price for us. It's all available already. That beautiful inheritance, that beautiful land, it's all available. Help us to understand this and how to walk in this by faith and trust, resting and trusting in you. And we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a moment to remember. God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to. He could have left us on our own, separated from him forever. But he chose the way of love. Jesus was crushed. He was destroyed by God. We'd all turned to our own ways and God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. By his stripes, we've been healed. He's our healer. He's our provider. He's the one who makes us righteous and holy and perfect in God's sight. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him. 
made us sit together with him in heavenly places. He made us one with him. Part of this communion today, let's remember that unity. It says he reconciled us to himself through the body of his son. He made peace to us, peace with us through the body of Jesus. Not our own peace, but his peace. And it's that unity that brings that communion, that oneness, that unity into our lives. I think that's what we're all searching for, that oneness with God, that oneness with the people around us, that unity, that peace in those relationships. When we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. His blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Often when we're wavering back and forth, it's stressful. But when we create that unity, we're bold and decisive. We create that unity. There's peace. There's peace. Just thinking of the verse in Proverbs that's coming to mind right now. We're talking about this with my kids the other day. It says, better a dry crumb with peace than a house full of feasting with strife. Just remember that oneness with God today. We have peace with him through the body of Jesus. That's an amazing gift. So, Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. He transfers us into the light. Into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. And his blood washes us and cleanses us. Gives us this fresh start in life. This new beginning. We get to walk out this day today in partnership with God. He's given us a blood sworn oath, a covenant relationship with him. That he's with us, he's for us, he'll never leave us or forsake us. He's working for our good, he's fighting for us. All because of what Jesus did. He paid for it already. Now let's take that principle, let's apply it down into the different areas of our lives. Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right. Let's talk about where we are in the yearly cycle real quick. Because usually after we finish our time of communion, we do some health and fitness tips. Because I truly believe health and fitness, physical exercise, is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. And so this time of year, right now, in the, in the yearly cycle, we're in the 40 days of Teshuvah. Now, the final 10 days of that 40 days of Teshuvah are called the 10 days of awe. Just a time for us to ramp up our awe and reverence of God. This is a time of year. Those 10 days lead up to the final day is on the Day of Atonement. So the, those 10 days start on what's called Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets, and they end on what's called either Yom Kippur or the Day of Atonement. And those 10 days are considered the most holy time of the year in the Jewish culture because on the 10th day, on the Day of Atonement, 
That was the one day in the Old Testament when the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins for the people for the entire year. A reminder for us, we have this amazing high priest in Jesus. He's washed us and cleansed us. He's made us clean. And so this time of year is a time to be repenting, making adjustments, making corrections. And usually what I've done for about, I forget how many times it is now, maybe eight, uh, eight to ten years, somewhere in there. During this time, that 10-day period, I do what's called a Daniel fast. Daniel fast, you drink only water and you eat only things that could be grown from a seed. So things like fruits, vegetables, beans, nuts, etc. And so I do this Daniel fast during that time. Now, one of the things for a lot of people as we do the Daniel fast is cutting out caffeine is an issue for some people. They're worried about headaches or they might get headaches. And so what I typically do, and I typically drink a little bit of coffee. And so what I've started doing here just the last couple of days, I started just cutting my coffee back a little bit, cutting it in half of what I would normally drink. And I'll cut it back even a little bit more as we get a little closer. And then I'm also increasing my intake of vitamin C. Vitamin C in the body detoxifies caffeine, which makes it much easier. And so I'm preparing for that time now. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.